Hi, this is Anita from the Global Trade Gal or from Mindoro. Today, I want to talk a little bit about Underwriters Laboratories or UL. And the question, in fact, I'm going to answer is how they make money. And this is really quite fascinating. And one of the things that makes it so fascinating is that no matter what industry you're in, if you're selling to the United States, there can be so many technical things involved. And in fact, this is becoming a lot more difficult than it has been. I remember 10 years ago or 15 years ago, there were not quite so many regulations, but now there's so many regulations and so many things you must do. So it's it's just interesting to be able to learn about some of these and to learn about some of the aspects of it. And one of them, of course, if you're selling any kind of electrical product into the United States, is about UL or also it could be ETL certification on particularly lamps, lighting, electrical products, blow dryers, anything that has electricity. Underwriter Laboratories basically makes money three ways. One is through contributions and grants. Another is through program service and revenue. And the last is through investment income. And if you look at their tax returns, which if you go onto my blog, I've written about this. I, I have some of their examples, some of their tax returns on there. It's basically through their paid service or their revenue, through the testing, through the annual fees, through the inspection fees. That's how they make their money in the tune of over $18 billion a year. They are over $25 billion company, closer to almost like $30 billion. And this is where it gets really confusing because UL is considered to be a not-for-profit company. So they're considered to be a product's um, you know, product safety, a safety science company that is based out of the Illinois in the United States. You know, they describe themselves as a not-for-profit. But in 2012, they started a subsidy, which was for-profit. So they actually are not-for-profit, but underneath their umbrella is a for-profit company, which is known as ULLLC. So they basically, you know, have this huge amount of investments. And what's really interesting, look at their tax returns. They've got all these people now that are getting paid. And a lot of them are working on average 1.5 hours a day. From the um, talking points, a Colin Berkshire wrote an article on them called The Dirty Secrets Behind the UL Logo. And then this he said, sitting atop $850 million in cash investments with an annual income of about $25 million, this organization is flush with cash. The trustees work on average 1.5 hours a week and earn $150,000 a year. Yes, that is one and a half hours a week per government filing. The CEO makes seven figures and various vice presidents earn in the upper six figures. The executive suite of dozens of execs is stocked with million dollar people. So basically he's kind of asking the question, he's sort of saying like, you know, why, you know, why is this a not-for-profit company that seems to be making this huge amount of profit? And of course, there's a huge amount of people that are benefiting. 
I actually looked at their 2008 tax returns and I did look at the, you know, to see about this, you know, people working. I did see a lot of executives that were working like six hours on a week per average that were earning six-figure incomes. There were some that were working zero hours per week that were earning six-figure incomes. So he's probably right about the 1.5 hours per week on average. A lot of them are working and earning these huge amount of incomes. Um, you know, I I know this from my own experience with having a UL certified factory here in Vietnam, that it can be very expensive. In fact, it can be very costly. Their fee structures are extremely costly. That's why you're finding like a lot of factories in China now are switching from um, UL to ETL because they the ETL certification, which is the Edison certification for, for lamps and electricity, is actually much cheaper than the UL certification. You know, but the truth is without a UL certification or an ETL certification, it's almost impossible to sell a lamp or any type of electrical product in the United States, even if they have UL approved parts in them. You know, I also know how expensive it can be because every single part and piece that you buy has to also have UL certification. So even if you have a, a lamp that has all the UL parts, it's going to cost you more because those factories need to also pay their fees. So they'll add up. So I've had factories say to me, look, you know, if you want this cord, if you don't want the UL, you know, part on it, I can sell it to you for this price, but if you need the UL, it's going to cost this price. So throughout the entire supply chain, this is costing more money. And this is kind of an example of, you know, what happens a lot in the United States is these, you know, these policies come in and they, you know, and what they do is they start to add things up within the supply chain. Things start to becoming more expensive because somebody passes a law and then, you know, everybody has to sort of follow that law. And then it really becomes, it becomes the expense gets added into the entire supply chain. You know, that's because every part, every piece, everything has to be able to follow that. You know, um, UL feels that its main thing is about safety measures. It's helping the United States and the world become a safer place. That you know, through their science and technology, no doubt they've done some great things. They started in the World's Fair in Chicago. And in 1903, they instituted the policy of, of tin-clad fire doors, which I'm sure those tin-clad fire doors have saved the lives of many, many people when there was a fire. So, but the reality of it is, is that UL is expensive and all this is in the name of keeping the public safe. Colin Berkshire went on in his article and he talked about this. So he said, if you want to make an electrical product, you're required by state law to pass UL tests. To know what those are, you need to purchase copies of the UL standards and they aren't cheap, often costing 300 US dollars each. Then you need to pay UL to test your product, kiss 30,000 goodbye and then pay ongoing royalties to UL for factory inspections. It's a slow and arduous process, and the states have no control over what tests UL required or what standards UL chooses to impose. This is to keep America's public safe. But the funny thing is, in other countries don't have this huge profitability scheme, and their citizens are not being electrocuted to death. I think he kind of has a point there. You know, despite all of these safety standards and all these other things, there's lots of other electrical product being produced and sold throughout the world and in many parts of the world that don't have huge electrical standards. But when is the last time you've ever heard about 
all these people dying because of being electrocuted or, or some other problem like that. The, the truth is that most of the suppliers today, especially those that are in China or in Asia, are really clued into a lot of these standards. So any of the products they're making, they're making them to be within standard for all the products they produce. In a way, we need to sort of thank UL for that because, you know, when you're a factory that has UL, it really forces you to look at quality, to look at the standards. So look at all of these things. And you have to be able to follow and abide by their rules. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, Colin Berkshire in his article sort of has a point too, that it's a very expensive process and that you have a for-profit um, company that's sitting under the umbrella of a not-for-profit company. So in a sense, they're able to make profit even though on their own website, they say they are a not-for-profit company. We hope you've enjoyed this uh, podcast and we'd love to hear from you or hear, hear more about if you have any comments or questions. Please do consider to subscribe and check out our blog and our other information. Thank you so much.